If you do not have a place of worship, please consider Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church your home. We are safe place to worship, supporting the edification of the body with all of its gifts. Sound biblical teaching is at the center of our worship as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Sharing the fruit of the Spirit and moving forward in faith through serving our community is our privilege and pleasure. Please feel free to contact the ministry at 636-344-0539 or email us at witminyahoo.com. Thank you for your consideration. Be blessed, encouraged, and walk in the truth of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We, I just thank God today that we can come together one more time to celebrate our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So I just want to encourage you today to enjoy this service because we enjoy giving you service and providing you a solid service with a solid word with the word of hope for the ages. So I just thank God Amen. today. Amen. He's been a good God this year. Amen. Amen. We're almost to the end and we've made it. Amen. Yes. All that the Father gives me, I haven't lost one. I just thank God that none of us have been lost during this year. Amen. Amen. We've lost, it, 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 it has tapped around us and, and got close to us, but none of us as thus far have lost their life. We've lost loved ones, but we haven't lost any in walking truth. So I just thank God today that we can come together and worship in spirit and truth. Amen. So we're not going to belabor the matter. We're going to move forward in faith with uh, scripture from Sister Stacy and prayer from Brother Marvin. Amen? Amen. 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 Today's scripture will be coming from Psalm 84, verses 11 and 12. And it reads, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. I've read to you Psalms 84, verses 11 and 12. May God add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of this word. Amen. 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 Yes, thank you, Father. Let us just all be thankful, Heavenly Father, for what you've done for us and to us, Heavenly Father. Giving us a direction, Heavenly Father, that we just don't even imagine that was there for us, Heavenly Father. A way out, a second chance, Heavenly Father. To change the way we feel, to change the way we love, to change the way we act, Heavenly Father. Let us all be guided by you, Heavenly Father. Let us all be strengthened in this next year to come. We made it thus far, Heavenly Father, you should take us the rest of the way, Heavenly Father. God, our footsteps, Heavenly Father. God, our miles to be slow to speak and quick to listen, Heavenly Father. Just, you said you never forsake, leave us over to save us, Heavenly Father. We got this far only by you, Heavenly Father. We thank you. Okay. We thank you to just be amongst one another, Heavenly Father. Yeah. We thank you to be amongst your people, Heavenly Father, showing them the right ways, just giving them the information they need to get to you, Heavenly Father, to see their life. We thank you for everything, especially the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Now we'll have a song from Sister Venus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Another day. Yes. And this is the holiday season, so here we go. something 
And I know that we don't quite understand it, but what we do understand that God is doing something in us, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all understand that, right? Well, I was scrolling through Facebook this morning because y'all sound like y'all sounded real wimpy this morning, but today we're gonna praise him like we ain't praised him before. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know, I was I was scrolling through Facebook this morning. You know, I don't really don't know a lot about this technology thing, but I, I do know how to scroll through stuff. And a couple of things that hit me when I was scrolling through it, and I wanna Read this to you because in spite of what you're going through right now, God is still good and faithful. Amen. It says God didn't remove the Red Sea. He parted. Come on. God doesn't always remove your problems, Mm -hmm. but he will make a way to get you through them. Hallelujah. And then Jeremiah 29 said, it said, I know, he said, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So that's what we need to hold on to. See, when the word of God in the word of God, it always got something for what we're going through. And if we just focus and and read and ask God to clear to clarify his word to us, he will do that. And I'm starting to get a lot of clarification. <laughs> because I'm gonna be honest with you, I ain't never been in the word of God like I am right now. <laughs> And it's something about when you read the word of God and he just say, you understand that girl? And I'm like, I got you, Lord. I got you. So, you know, I just like to encourage people. I like to lift people up. I like to see smiles on your face. I know we got our mask on, but, you know, when you smile with that mask on, your cheeks rise and your eyes go like this. I just praise him on today because, you know, Pastor Tim went to sit out. It's just something about the goodness of Jesus. It's something of good. It's something so good that when, when you're going through something, he said you should rejoice. He said you should be happy going through what you're going through. See, when we get that down, guess what? Uh-huh. We, are, we smooth sailing. Oh, yeah. Because if you can rejoice in the mess that you're going through, God is showing you, oh, Lord, have mercy. Somebody in this place better say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Because it's something about when you're going through something and you still can rejoice and be glad. Because, see, you know you got God on your side. He said he'll never leave you or forsake you. So when you learn to hold on to that, when he said he'll never leave you or forsake you, no matter what you're going through, he's right there on your side. Yeah. He's right there with you. Yeah. He said when, he, when, he, when God sent his son to die for all our sins, guess what? He sent back the Holy Spirit, which resides in us. Yeah. See, when we get that down there, we got the Holy Spirit in us, and despite what we're going through, God, you with me. He's in you. Amen. If you remember that, you'll be strong in anything that you walk through. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all today, but I am so glad about the mess that I go through. Amen. Amen. I couldn't say that a couple of years ago. I'd be ready to throw these hands. But see, but this one thing, you got to be honest when you're in this thing. You got to be honest. I'm just being honest. I'm not you scared to open up your mouth. But see, I, that's one thing about me. I'm going to share something because I think what the something that I need to share is to help you mm-hmm. and to help others. So, you know, I just thank God that he gave me this mouth to just say what, whatever I don't need to say, but with kindness. Amen. I'm not trying to hurt nobody, but like we was talking about um, on prayer now, we, we have, all have a gift. Yeah. And we need to share that gift with somebody. Until we share that gift with somebody, we're going to be stagnant. Because yeah, I need on. you to bring me up. Yeah. I, and you need me to bring you up. See, we're all a part of the body. I might just be the finger. 
I need a hand to hang on to. Come on. I might be an eye. I need somebody to be my people. I don't know about y'all. You know, sometimes, sometimes them old bones get to aching. Guess what? All you got to do is say, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for that pain. Because, see, some of us are getting a little older. Come on. And we know what we get older. We, we're, trying to, we're trying to help that one that's up on us get a little strength and confidence in themselves. Because you know what? One day we got to leave here. And we want somebody with, with the faith of a mustard seed to keep it going. Yeah. See, sometimes you gotta realize that that little mustard seed of faith that you got can take you a long way. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't think so, but then we scared to open up our mouth. But Lord said, just open up your mouth and give Him praise. And you know what? If Jesus is the uh, mediator who takes it to Jesus. I mean, to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have to realize that. Don't be scared about how you say it, the way you say it. Don't worry about that. Just say what's on your heart and what's on your mind. See, and somebody in this congregation or somebody that you're talking to gonna understand exactly what you're talking about because you're starting to trust the, the spirit in you. When you start trusting the spirit in you, whatever comes out your mouth will take you a long way or will take that person a long way. So stop holding your gifts because I want to grow. I don't want to stay standing. I want to grow. So I don't know about y'all today, but I am so thankful to be before you today. I'm so glad to see uh, quite a bit of people in here today. Oh, Lord, y'all just don't know. It's a blessing to see your face on the day. Because it's one thing when you can just picture, remember somebody and picture their face and go and smile. It's a a blessing. It's a blessing to see your face on the day. Like like Pastor say, crow like you crow. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon.
righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare room in heaven and nature sing in heaven and nature sing in heaven and heaven and Praise God. Amen. That was so beautiful. It is so good to see all of you and to know that you guys are on the phone sitting out in the parking lot. For those in the parking lot, welcome again. And those who are listening around the world on Facebook, I thank God that God has blessed us this year and actually given us a, a larger footprint for the gospel. Amen. Like I say, some of you don't know that these people know who you are and listen to what you say. And I just thank God that you are out doing what God has called you to do. I might as well tell you that the theme for next year is give away your gift. We all have to learn how to give away our gift. Some of us have been eating at the table a long time. It's time to start feeding people. It's time to move forward in faith and start feeding people. How that comes across to you is between you and God. What I'm supposed to do and what we are supposed to do is encourage you in that thing. So if you want to start a Bible study, start one. You've been taught enough. If you want to start a class, do it because you have something to say. If you want to do something like exhortation, which I've commissioned Karen to do, give me a recording every week. And we're going to call it Karen's Corner. Amen. I want to promote you because I believe in you. I trust the spirit in you, even though you may not. I want you to crow like you crow because there's somebody that's tapped in to your language, your mannerisms, your methods, your ways. So I want to encourage you. I got a call from Sister Venus, and, and she, she, she felt good that her colleagues are listening to the Bible study. It's all about God up in here. Yes. This is a safe place where you can come and, and tell us all your fears and, and confess your sins one to another. Because we judge no one, but we uplift everybody. Amen. Our goal is to restore those who have been lost and those who believe that they lost. Find, give them a path that they can find reconciliation back to God. It's not about us. It's about him. So I just thank God today for an opportunity to be y'all servant as your pastor. That's the best thing to be is a servant. And I just thank God. I couldn't have done it without all of you, especially Sister Stacy. Amen. 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 And of course, the board. They are a great board. Amen. And each and every one of you are special to me and special to this ministry. I can't imagine the ministry without each one of you. I know some may come and go, but guess what? You are the faithful few. And I thank God for you. It's kind of interesting that in a lot of ways we ended up better this year than we did last year. In a lot of ways. Amen. We are reaching more people. Right now, we're sitting at 95,500 people we've reached through our podcast. Amen. Amen. 
And all of that, and that's just on podcasts. We don't know about uh, YouTube and Facebook per se. Sometimes it's 5,000, you know. But the numbers are important, only as important as we get the message across. It's not just numbers for numbers' sake. I'm not looking to monetize anything. I'm looking to preach the whole gospel to the whole world, as J. Vernon McGee would say. I love that. Preach the whole gospel to the whole world. Amen. And we're going to keep preaching and teaching and doing what we have to do until God calls each and every one of us home. Amen. Amen. And how do we do this? How do we do this? We do this from one question in this season. Who is this baby Jesus? Who is this baby Jesus? And I like speaking from basically John's book because John said that this Jesus came into the world and the world didn't know him. John said that John the Baptist said that this Jesus was one that whose shoe straps I'm not worthy to tie. This Jesus, John the Baptist said and was born to say, I am not the light. He is the light. This Jesus, John the Baptist said, when I send the spirit of God descending upon him, I'll know that he's the Messiah. John the Baptist had his own church. And everybody was following him. But when Jesus came, he said, follow him. He's the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. And it all started with this baby. The angel told Mary, you are blessed among women to carry this baby. And this baby was like any other baby because he was fully God and fully man. (laughs) The Bible says he grew up in, in, in influence and stature. But he had ten toes. Ten wiggly fingers. He cried. He did all things that baby and children do. But he was supposed to be the one, this little bitty baby that the Magi came to see was going to be the savior of the world. It's hard to imagine that a baby born in a manger, a baby born in such squalor would be the savior of the world. The Old Testament talked to him with shadows and types. And there was an expectation of him. But it's interesting. Even though they had the book and the access and the resource, they missed it. They missed the baby because the baby wasn't born the way they thought he was going to be born. He came in a way that was not expected to him. He was supposed to be a king of kings and a lord of lords. He was supposed to come like David and conquer and have everything and put them back on top. But he came not to condemn the world, as the Bible says, but to save it. And it says that all those who believe can be saved. He desires that no one perish. His will is that everyone be saved. And whomsoever will come will be saved. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. And that is this baby. That is this baby. So when I think about the babies that are coming into this world. No, they're not going to be Jesus, but they're going to be somebody. That the personage of Jesus Christ might be seen through them. So who is this baby Jesus? Let's open up our Bibles to John chapter 1. And I'll read first. And let's figure out who this baby really is. Because Dick and Marvin and I was walking down the street one day and somebody asked me, was I saved? And I said, yes. And they said, how you were saved? I said, by Jesus. 
Then they asked me who Jesus was. I got a post on Facebook saying, don't nobody believe in this magical baby? I said, well, he's not magical. He's majestic. <laughs> he's not magical. He may be mysterious, but he's not magical. He's majestic. And being that he's majestic, he's a king. He's a lord. He's a savior. The baby didn't save us, but the man did. The baby had to grow up. And so shall we continue to grow up in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. John chapter 1, I'm going to start at verse 3. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Colossians 1.16. For by him all things were created in, in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible. Whether it be thrones or rulers or authorities, things were created through him in and for him. So who is this Jesus? He's the Lord of creation. It's not some things were created by him. All things were created by him. Jesus was in the wilderness feeding the manna from heaven. Jesus was in the wilderness and parted the Red Sea. He said before Moses was, I am. All things mean all things. Visible and invisible. The air you breathe was created by Jesus. The hands that you have, the eyes that you see with, the feet that you walk with were created for Jesus. He said they were created for him. You are created to worship. But it started with this baby. You were created to believe upon him. But it started with this baby. All these things that were created by him and for him and to him. And we have to understand this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in the fact we're here for him. And being here for him, we're for each other. We're standing with each other and for each other with love and compassion and grace. Because he is the creator. He is the creator God. He is the one who calls things into existence as though they were not. He is the one who said, let there be light. But it all started with this baby. This baby who will grow up to be our savior. This baby who would take upon the sins of the world on his shoulders and wear the stripes on his back. For all those who would believe, this baby whose grace is sufficient for all things, well, how couldn't it be if he's the creator of all things, that he's the grace of all things, that he's the manifestation of grace personified in a person? How wouldn't it be sufficient for all things? God's grace can never be exhausted. You couldn't live long enough or sin hard enough to exhaust the graces and the mercy of God. And because he's the creator of grace and mercy and he gives it to whom he chooses when he chooses. But he chooses to renew it every morning. For everyone that's still here. There's a common grace that even a sinner participates in. That's called life. But there's a special grace that you participate in as a believer. God has chosen you before the foundation of earth to carry his word to his people. And again, I'm always amazed. It started from this baby. 
He could have been born like Adam, fully formed. But he came through the baby because he wanted to experience all that we experience. So he could be the perfect propitiation for our sins and our high priest who intercedes on our behalf, knowing the struggles that we go through. He was tempted on every end, but did not sin. Temptation is hard. I heard something today uh, from Anne Graham Lotz. She said, when we get tempted, it's tougher to resist. The more we get tempted. And I said, you know what? That's right. Because temptation just don't go away. It intensifies because the devil and our flesh wants its way. But this baby, this baby who was our Lord and Savior, died so we could be overcomers. He died so we can be more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens us. So when you go through your time of temptation, understand it's meant to be hard to test your faith. But God said that you will endure until the end. It's the love of God that sustains each and every one of us. It's his love towards us. It's him choosing us first. It's him being the protoss, the one who is in front of us, the one who's beside us, the one who's the one who's our shield. The one who tells us and provides for us and takes us through our journey, who's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This baby Jesus is all that we need. When everybody lets you down, he's your friend. When your family decides to disown you, he becomes your mother and your father, your sister and your brother. The Holy Spirit seals you, and that's his promise. No one can snatch you out of the hand. This baby Jesus, this man Jesus said, all that the father gives me, I will not lose one. You can't be lost. Because when God finds you, you're fine. And there's no darkness that can overcome. The Bible says that men prefer darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil and that the reason is because they don't want to be exposed to the light. But all those that come into the light have the right to become sons and daughters of God. Amen. This baby provided light in us that we could never ever imagine. Let's look at another Bible verse. Look, read John 1 10. Because he was in this world. Go ahead. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He was in this world. He was in this world. And he, he made the world. Remember we said all things visible and invisible. He made this visible world. Everything you touch is made by Jesus. But it's interesting, even though he was in the world and the people that he made in the world and the chosen nation of Israel, he was in the world, but the world as a whole did not know him. And his special people rejected him. He came unto his own. His own received him not. Isn't it fascinating that we could be so steeped in darkness that we can't even see the light? The light might be standing right next to you. The Lord Lord might be standing right next to you and you'll miss it. Think about it. The Magi came from a thousand miles away to see this baby, Iraq, Iran, Babylon, maybe for the city of Babylon itself, to see the, the, the prophesied savior of the world, and he was among his people, and they couldn't see him. Amen. 
It's just like us, though, isn't it? Jesus said a prophet is not received in his own homeland. Some of you are rejected here, but you're known elsewhere. Some of you are not even respected here, but you're respected elsewhere. Not for what you do, but who you are and who you belong to. As Gentile believers, there's a part of us that pities those Israelites who didn't believe. Because when you read in John, he said he came to the house of Israel. He came to the chosen people, not chosen because they were good, but chosen out of his sovereign will. And even though he chose them, they rejected him to the point he gave them a perfect shadow sacrifice, sacrificial plan and a religion to practice. And they blew that too. to the point where bulls and goats and all the rituals meant nothing because their heart wasn't it. This baby Jesus came to set things right. And their rejection brought about our salvation. Let's look at Malachi 4 and 2. Malachi 4 and 2. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. And you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. Now think about this. He said that he's going to come on this wings of righteousness. This baby comes to give us righteousness, not of our own righteousness, but the righteousness of God. It's imputed righteousness. And the imputation means that it's given to you. And it's given to you as a gift. The faith is a gift. The grace is a gift. And so is your salvation. And with him imputing righteousness on you for those who believe, that's why you were sealed. Because when God the Father looks at you, he looks at you through the lenses of his son Jesus and his sacrifice. But it all started with this baby. This crying, whining baby will grow up to be able to save the world. That will tell them. If you if if I will call on my angels, you know it. But I'm here to serve and be obey my father through suffering. He was obedient to the end because he suffered and because he suffered. He said, you'll suffer. But what happens in your suffering is I've covered you like my father covered me. This baby had a plan and a purpose. And every child born of God has a plan and a purpose. Our purpose is to give out the gospel, which is the power of the salvation. Our purpose to believe is to believe upon him as the scripture has said, and out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. But he came to heal those. Yes, heal us of our infirmities, but the worst infirmity we have to be healed from is sin. By his stripes we are healed. And I know we use that so glibly, but the healing that he's talking about, the stripes, the blood, is said without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So the stripes that were on his body, the blood that touched the ground was your payment for your sin for all time, once and for all. And it all started with this baby. And he gave us his faith. Go to John 1 and 4. In him was life. 
and the life was the light of men. Keep going. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So he was a life and a light of men. Whatever it's because you're alive, he's your light. He's your life. What does light do? Light illuminates. Light exposes. He was the life. And he was the light of men. We had to have light. Because we do have life. But life not eternal. Because of the sin of Adam. And when our heart became darkened, it's going to take light to dispel the darkness. He was the light of men, meaning that's another word. He was the savior of mankind to bring the light to men's hearts, to expose them of their deeds and make them see that their deeds were evil in hopes that they would repent and come to him and understand that his goodness should lead us to repentance. But when your deeds are evil and you just want to stay in evil and you prefer the darkness, you run away from the light. But this baby gives every man and every woman an opportunity to come into the light. Because when we come into the light, we walk in the light. And we walk in the light, we live in the light. When we live in the light, we practice light. We are light bearers. We're not his light. We're not him because he's the ultimate light. But we're like John the Baptist. A little light. And this little baby said about John the Baptist, he was the greatest man born a woman. Why? Because he talked about the Messiah to come. He talked about the light to come. He talked about the eternal life to be had. And he told everybody to repent and come to Christ. He said, I'm not the Christ, but he is. He said, I'm not worthy to tie his shoes. He said that he wasn't supposed to be baptizing him. He should be baptized by him. And then the Bible said that Jesus didn't come to baptize the water, but he came to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Do you understand that you are baptized in the Holy Spirit the minute you get saved? The Bible says you were buried with him and you were raised with him. And your seat is reserved for you in the heavenlies. Amen. And it all starts with this baby. So he's our savior. He's the one who guides us and gives us life and life eternal. And he's a light. Greek is photos. He's the photos. He's the light. And the light illuminates. And you are reflectors of his light. Don't think because you do this or that or the other that you can't show the light that's in you. That's a choice that you have. I'm going to let my light shine, right? Yeah. This little light of mine. Yeah. When you say I'm going to let it shine, what you're saying is I'm going to willfully let the light of God shine to me to others. Yeah. And people ask me, what does the light mean? All it simply means is living out the fruit of the spirit every day. Yeah. You want to walk in the spirit? Walk in love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness and self-control. You ain't got to float around. Just be kind to people. <laughs> You ain't got to talk with no bravado voice. Just long suffer with people. Pray for people. Pray for thou ceasing. Understand that your renewed mind tells you that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Go to 1 John 1 and 7. Let's talk about this light. 1 John 1 7. 
But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we, it, go, go ahead. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So there's no reason to walk in darkness and say that you have no sin. The Bible says confess your sins one to another. And when you do that, you are stepping into the light, Sister Kay. That's your first step into light is confession. And then your next step into light is repentance. And then your next step into light is understand how good God is. And as you keep walking to the light, that darkness that was in you begins to dispel. Because if you ever walked into a dark room, when you hit the light, the darkness goes. Whatever was dark in there, it can't stand it. It had to leave. So are you. You are a light bearer. You are God's light. And it says, think about this. When we walk in the spirit, which is the light and the life of Jesus in us, then we have what with each other? Fellowship. Saints to God, walk in truth. Friends of walking truth, family of truth. We couldn't have done this without the light. We couldn't have done this without the life. We couldn't have done this without the love. And because we walk in the light, it don't mean we don't stumble. Don't tell people that. We fall all the time. But it's the light that gets us back up. Because not only does light illuminate, but light is hot. <laughs> so when we sin, we get the heat of the light. And when we walk in the spirit, we get the joy of the light. So when I move and groove throughout this world and I'm dealing with people, I'm learning to be so gracious because I've seen God bless me because I'm willing to forgive Amen. and move on. Yeah, I get irritated. I know you get irritated, but we don't have to stay irritated because we can walk in the light. See, when I walk in the light, then God say, oh, God, see, I, I, I sent that problem your way. Thank you, Jesus, to expose you. You think you're a pastor, you got it going on, let me send something your way. <laughs> let me send somebody that irritates the heck out of you. And how you going to handle them? See, my congregation knows my irritation, amen. But you know what I've learned? I ain't as far along as I thought I was. Thank you, Jesus. I like what Karen say, the more I know about God, the more I want to be in his word. The more I want to be in his word, the more light he give me. The more light he give me, the more I can dispel the darkness, not in you, but in me. All from this baby. So I know that we are the lamps. We are the light. Let's see what the Bible says about this baby and what he says about us. Go to Matthew 5.14. I'm headed home after this. Matthew 5.14. Y'all all right? Good. good, it's good to see y'all again. It's, I mean, this is awesome. Amen. That's right. The light sets you free. Amen. Five fourteen, Matthew. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. He's talking about you guys. You are the light of the world. He gone. He sit on the right hand side of God, interceding on your behalf, having all power. He gone. He's paid for your sin. He's ascended to heaven. He's sitting on the right hand side of God, having all power interceding for you because you don't know what to pray for. And all you got to do is be the light. Reflect what he's done for you. We 
sins we said when I think about Jesus and all that he's done for me. Do you really? I had to learn to. It don't happen overnight. But let me tell you how you get to that point. You got to go through something. And you got to come out on the other side. And then you look back and say, that was God. Or you got to be in the middle of something. And God sustained you through it. That's who God is. That's who this baby was. Start over again. I got happy up here. Go ahead. Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world. Uh-huh. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Cannot be hidden. Nope. If you carry the light of God, you can't, you can't where are you going to hide? <laughs> a mountain can't even hide you. You can walk into a room and something happened and people look at you and you ain't even said a word yet. <laughs> That's right. That's all y'all got jobs that require y'all to be before people at some point in time, whether on the phone or in person. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine when Sister Venus walking to the courtroom, she carrying that light. Amen. I imagine when Brother Marvin's down there at that place, he carrying that light. Amen. Sister Karen, Sister Eartha. I can imagine when he gets on that plane and Corey, they carry that light. Amen. And when you carry that light, people will notice who you are. You ain't got to say nothing. And they can't wait for you to say something. <laughs> See, sometimes you be quiet just and they be biting because they wonder, who are you? <laughs> Why are you standing so tall? When Brother Jeremy doing his thing, he carrying that light. When Akeem is doing his thing, he's carrying that light. Kim is carrying that light. We are all light bearers. We all have gifts, but we all got light. So why be a person who has their light under a bushel? That's your choice. Read the next verse. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. All in the house. So you can be in the basement and get light into your living room. You can be in the parking lot and give light to the building you're about to go into. Because God sent his angels charge over you and you begin to walk into the building and he goes before you. That's what he said. He already planned out your day. Like Karen said, he knows what he got for you. He wants to prosper you. And see, we know prosperity is good because we're not talking about money. We're talking about prosperity in the light. See, that's spiritual prosperity. And see, when I got spiritual prosperity, I got peace. And I can have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Because the light shines bright within all of us. Verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So the only way they can see the light of you is to do something with your light. The only way they can see you gifted is to do something with your gift. Gift and light are synonymous. Because if you got the light, you say you don't have it. If you got a gift, you give it away. So I'm encouraging you to give away your gift and your light. God got more for you. No reason to sit on your gift anymore. We've been in existence walking truth for almost seven years now. And y'all fed and ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. 
It's time for you to feed somebody else. I'm not talking about you leaving the ministry. So don't ask me nothing crazy like that. Don't come at me like I'm passing you. No, no. I want you to do something special. Because I know it's in you. Whether it's leading the Thursday night prayer group. Yeah, leading it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> How much does it take to just come on and, and greet everybody and get started? My pump arm is getting tired. You know how I have to pump it along mm-hmm. at the first couple of prayers? Mm-hmm. But see, I can pump because I got the light. Amen. Amen. See, because I'm not going to let the darkness of your fears stop me from praising God. Amen. So if you don't praise God, I'm going to praise Him for you. In hope that you catch the fire that's the heat of the light so you can be the light to somebody else. John 1.16 says for his fullness for his fullness we have what? John 1.16 for his fullness we have all received grace upon grace for the law was given through Moses grace and truth came through Jesus Christ so in the light you have grace upon grace it's in his fullness that we gather the light In his fullness, we become children of God. In his fullness, he is the embodiment of the fullness of the Godhead bodily on earth. And he walked amongst us. This baby turned into the man Jesus, our Savior, walked on this earth. And in his fullness, he lacks nothing. And what do we get? Not just grace, but grace upon grace, upon grace, upon grace. It always multiplies. It never divides. In God, there's no addition. It's always multiplication. He said one could put a thousand to flight and two could put ten thousand to flight. If it was addition, it'd be two thousand. But multiplication says that when the prayers of the righteous and the saints come together and fellowship with one another because we're in the light and we love each other. Guess what? There's no demon in hell, no sin that can conquer us. So who is this baby? This baby is our Lord Jesus. This baby is the light of the world. This baby is the one who came to heal us from all of our sins. This baby called us to reconcile us back to God. This baby was the good news and is the good news and forevermore will be the good news. There are no other good news than know that Jesus came to die for sinners like you and me and whomsoever will they can come. No matter your economic status, your social propensities, your roundabout ways, even the sin that you carry in you. He said, all that the Father gives me, I shall not lose one. He said, no one can come to the Father unless the Father, come to me unless the Father draws him. And his prayer was that the devil's going to want to sift us like wheat. But he prayed for us. Who is this baby? Somebody that loved us enough to die for us. Yes. Once and for all, for sin. Let's pray. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, I just thank you today. Thank you. I thank you for being the Lord and Savior of our life. You are the Lord of creation, and you are God and God alone. Lord, we thank you for coming to this earth to walk amongst us, to understand us even the more, our frailties, our shortcomings. 
and our temptations. But Lord, you passed the test with your obedience. And the world did not know who you were. But because they didn't know who you were, we have you. Lord, so I thank you that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will have eternal life. So Lord, we thank you for the eternal life that begins at the point of our salvation and will continue on into glory. That one day we will truly see you like you truly are. Light. So Lord, teach us how to be bearers of your light. Teach us how to be the lamp that shines brightly into dark places. Teach us how to be kind, long, loving, and long-suffering with each other and with others on the outside. But Lord, continue to bless this ministry, walking through Christian Fellowship Church, and let us grow even more in the maturity that we're growing in. Lord, and teach them how to give their gift away. Lord, give all the mature saints the ability to help the other saints in learning how to give their gift away. Trusting in the Holy Spirit that's in each and every one of us. Lord, we just thank you because you're such a good God. Yes. You've kept us together in spite of this virus all this time. And we haven't lost anyone. And we've gained some people that we haven't even seen yet. So, Lord, we just thank you that the word of God goes out strong from this pulpit, from our Bible studies and our prayers and the people that call themselves disciples of Jesus Christ through being attached to walking truth. Lord, I thank you for being your servant. I thank you. That's a blessing. I don't take it lightly. I take it very seriously. I thank you for Stacy. I thank you for everyone in this room and everyone outside. I thank you for the new babies that have come into the ministry. I pray that their fathers and mothers continue to let them grow up in the ammunition of the Lord. I thank you for those in the parking lot waiting for us to come out. <laughs> but Lord, I thank you for Ian and Corey who walk with us. Man, just awesome couple. Thank you for Venus and Jeremy. Awesome couple. I, I could thank a whole bunch of people. And if I didn't mention your name, don't think I don't care, because I do. Sister Eartha, who's actually brought in people to the church and they're still with us. Amen. And I just thank God for that. God sees your walk. God knows your light. Let it shine. Don't put it under the bushel. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in today. I truly hope the message you heard was inspiring and encouraging. I love you, but the Lord loves you way more. Remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. If you do not have a place of worship, please consider Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church your home. We are safe place to worship, supporting the edification of the body with all of its gifts. Sound biblical teaching is at the center of our worship as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Sharing the fruit of the Spirit and moving forward in faith through serving our community is our privilege and pleasure. Please feel free to contact the ministry at 636-344-0539 or email us at witmin at yahoo.com. Thank you for your consideration, be blessed, encouraged and walk in the truth of the Lord. We worship at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ Building, located at
2301 Wallace Avenue Overland, Missouri, 63114. The times of worship are 8.30 a.m. on Sunday and 7 p.m. on Tuesday. You may also join us on Facebook at the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship page or the Walk in Truth Radio Network YouTube page. All are welcome and we look forward to teaching you the truth about God, teaching you to be committed, accountable, and responsible to the things of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit.